0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It is officially instant reaction time here on The Vault, and we have a lot to discuss about an in-season trade yet again put together by Eric DaCosta and the Ravens front office. Welcome into the Ravens vault. I'm Bobby Trossett, joined by my partner and co-host Sarah Ellison. And partner, we just literally began the week with an episode dedicated to potential targets the Ravens could be looking at ahead of the league's annual November 1st deadline. And one of the guys we mentioned, he's now a Raven.
2: He is now a Raven, and Bobby. When we were doing that, he was my favorite pick. He was my favorite pick. The problem is, is that we were when we were doing the instant reaction for Monday morning, I was surprised because we had based it off of some of the potential targets from Jeff's Rebeck and I was like, the reports are out there that the Bears are looking for two first round picks. So I thought, man, I think he'd be the best fit, and I think he'd have an immediate p- impact. I think he could change the dynamic of this defense, but I was like, there's no way the Ravens are going to get him if the, if the asking price is two first-round picks. Well, lo and behold, of course, Eric Dacosta is not going to pay that. Instead, he gets Roquan, Roquan Smith for a 2023 second and fifth-round pick. So I'm like, whoa, okay, you didn't have to even give up Not just two, but you didn't have to give up one. Instead, it's a second and a fifth round pick. Bobby, I love this move. The Ravens have been trying to solidify the middle of their defense ever since C.J. Mosley left. And, you know, we've all been spoiled in Baltimore even before C.J. Mosley because C.J. Mosley, as good as he is, pro bowler, can't hold a candlestick to Hall of Famer Ray Lewis, you know and so it's just like the ravens have been trying and they put so many resources into it they drafted pratchett queen who yes we want to give him his credit he's been getting much better but but isn't it but has isn't playing at like a pro bowl level it hasn't been playing at a level that you would expect of a first round pick and he's in his third year the ravens drafted harrison they've drafted so many things they've signed binds the ravens tried to get they tried to solidify this um middle linebacker group with bobby wagner remember that he was close to well reportedly close but we all know bobby always wanted to go back home to the los angeles rams so yeah the ravens have been trying to solidify this position for now they do it for the rest of the second half of this season he's in the final um year of his rookie contract roquan smith is where he is making 9.7 million. Now Bobby, obviously the Ravens aren't paying the full 9.7 in fact. Not only do they play a, pay a prorated part of that, but this tweet just in from Brian McFarlane, he's the salary Raven salary cap guru. He tweets just a few minutes ago. Ravens only had about 2.5 million in cap space prior to this trade. Smith has 5.4 million Remaining of his salary in 2022—that's the prorated part. Then Brian says this: Given the compensation, I'd have to think the Bears got a second, a second rounder, meaning by eating a bunch of that salary. So, how much the Ravens are going to have to pay is TBD. And then I'm assuming that they would try to extend him after this season, Bobby.
1: You're not going to spoil alert. There's not going to be any pushback from us. Towards the front office in this move. This is massive. This is one of those classic Eric DaCosta aggressive kind of signings that uh, could change the structure of a defense, kind of like Marcus Peters did a few years ago. And so all of a sudden, you know, now they're getting a guy who is in his prime, Sarah, 25 League yep. leading 83 tackles so far in Chicago, and he's no longer a bear, obviously. He's wanted to get out of there. That's been well documented over the last year or so. Right now, he has two and a half sacks, two interceptions. He's incredibly versatile. And, you know, as as much respect as we have for Josh Bynes, being that man he's had multiple stints in baltimore he made the final tackle in the super bowl and in the 2012-2013 season we both know and most of the fan base knows he's not a long-term play like that's that's just the bottom line that's where he is in his career right now so the the ravens front office understood that that they had somewhat of a weakness and at times it was a glaring weakness in the middle part of that defense that they needed to address and they've gone out and done so this dude has the second most tackles in the NFL since 2018, trailing only the aforementioned Bobby Wagner. So this is an immediate impact, big-time guy that's joining this defense. And uh, again, you know, for anybody who thought that Eric DeCosta and the Ravens were just going to sit back based on the restrictions they had uh, when it came to, to available cap space, uh, think again. They're, they're going to make this work, whether it's a one-year rental or less than one-year rental or not maybe they end up working on that extension to your point right as soon as he gets to Baltimore regardless it's a great move and it's going to help right away
2: well and i'll get to the extension in just a minute cuz there's some some different options that that they can go with um okay but but i want to i want to address this first with you said you know like eric DaCosta. okay this is a once again type thing where he does eric DaCosta likes to make these deadline trades we saw it with Um, Marcus Peters. I can't remember if Marcus is a little ahead of the deadline or right next to it. Obviously, Yannick Ngakwe, which that one didn't turn out uh, super well long-term. He's made other trades. We know the Clayus Campbell trade. I mean, he's made a lot of good trades, but don't mistake this. This is definitely part of Eric DaCosta's map where you have teams like the Browns or the Jets, or whatever team you want to point to that always win in March, right? But in March, that's when price tags on especially premium players are the most expensive. So the Ravens typically don't make a ton of splash moves in March. Maybe they'll have one and then a bunch of small ones, and then people get very upset. But, But here is a premium player that if you had gotten back in March would have been massive but the Ravens now get them with who knows how much they have to pay. It's going to be less than five million, at the most it's going to be five million, but it's probably going to be less because the Ravens clearly just don't have the cap space. So as Brian said, it's probably going to be eaten up a lot by the Bears, and Bears are in a once again Bears are in this sell mode to try to restock and 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 start again. And so, but this is how Eric DeCosta does it. He knows if he waits, if he just waits patiently, he's gonna get. Not just the bargain players in August that nobody's talking about, but I mean premium players like a Marcus Peters, like a Yannick Ngakwe, like a Roquan Smith. So that is just part of his map. So let's talk about an extension here for a second. We've both brought it up. Haven't, you know, gone totally all in on it yet. So, okay. My guess is that the preference would be to extend him long-term. Okay, the Ravens have been have been, like we've said, having a hard time solidifying the middle of the field since C.J. Mosley left. I am here, by the way, for this duo of Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen has so many good things to him. He just hasn't been able to be, you know, the leader, the guy that can do everything. But now you do have that, and then you can put Patrick Queen in the best positions that take advantage of his, his downhill play. So... My guess is, is they want to extend him to continue to solidify uh, the middle of the field. If they don't, is it the end of the world? So they just gave up a second and a fifth, right? So if they let him walk, like they let um, Yannick Ngakwe walk, and they let Yannick walk, not because he wasn't a, you know, a good player, he just didn't seem to fit. He just didn't seem to fit. He didn't take off like they wanted. So they get to see if Smith fits. I have a feeling he will, (laughs) okay? I have a feeling he definitely will. If he doesn't, or if they just aren't able to come up with a deal, then they let him walk and they end up getting a third round compensatory pick down the line. So basically for a half year rental on a team, on a roster that you already feel like is a championship caliber roster, then basically you gave up a fifth for that and moved down from round two to round three. That's essentially what it is. And, P- and, a, and a team like the Ravens that have more stability, there are other teams and GMs whose, heat, whose seat is like boiling hot. They can't wait for a compensatory pick down the line. They can't wait for that kind of stuff. But the Ravens can afford to be patient. So if, if he ends up not fitting, then they took a big swing on a big player who, as you said, is the league-leading tackler this season so far, can do everything for basically a fifth and and downgrading by one round if they don't re-sign him. And then if he turns out to be great, then you get him long-term.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: While we're actually recording this, which is less than an hour after news broke just a little compensation modification update uh, according to Josina Anderson. So on top of the second and fifth round picks that the Ravens are sending in exchange for Roquan uh, also linebacker, AJ Klein will be going to Chicago as well. So that is the full updated as of 4 23 PM Eastern here on, on, on Monday afternoon. That's the full compensation update.
2: I can live with that. Can live with that.
1: He <laughs> was just brought in um, today, you know?
2: He was just brought in the other day. And he did have a pretty good game. He had a pretty good game against why am I already forgetting it? It feels like a Thursday night was like a year ago against the Bucks. The Bucks? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Bucks. So uh pretty good game. But yeah, would I would I give him up <laughs> for Roquan Smith? Absolutely. So I mean, let's just take a let's just think about this defense here for a minute, Bobby, which the defense continues to improve each week. Each week, okay, you've now got a Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen duo in the middle of the field. Oh, and by the way, the, John Harbaugh just announced that Tyus Bowser and David Ajabo are um, being activated to the fifty-three man roster this week. He wasn't for sure that David Ajabo would be playing, but he said, "Yeah, he's counting on Tyus Bowser." Then we could still, <laughs> the Ravens could still get back Marcus Williams by by the end of the season. He was not declared a season-ender, even though he's on IR. And Hamilton continues to get better. Travis Jones continues to get better. Uh, Odafe Owe continues to get better. you got Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters. I mean, you've got one game in the next 23 days as all these guys keep getting healthy. Calais Campbell will be back after he was sick last week. Yeah, this is—this is— You know, this trade plus all these guys coming back, starting with Tyus Bowser, we're starting to look at a pretty legit defense.
1: And we already know, we've talked about this a little bit, how on paper in terms of win-loss record, how favorable the second half of the season is for the Ravens in terms of schedule. So, I mean, they're, they're making it very clear that they understand what's up against them in the division with Cincinnati more than likely at this point being... Um, you know, their, their main sort of wall that they have to get through in order to come out of, I don't want to say come out of the AFC, but, but Hey, they did represent the AFC a year ago, but we know the Buffaloes and the Kansas cities are, are certainly going to have something to say about that as well. But everybody nationally that may be sleeping on this team because of their ups and downs through eight weeks of football, hold on a second, hold on a second. Cause this team just got a whole lot better today.
2: Keep sleeping keep sleeping. That's how the Ravens like it. Oh, and by the way, if you're, if you're wondering what Patrick Queen's reaction is, (laughs) he did tweet just two emojis. He, he quote retweeted the news with a, uh, wide open mouth emoji, like, Oh my gosh. Along with the, uh, you know, the speedy smoke, the smoke kind of emoji. So uh, I'm
1: excited for him because yeah, I think he's happy. You know, we, we both know that he's certainly been underwhelming at times and I think last year he he was definitely called out quite a bit, seeing as how you know Josh Bynes he really needed his presence, uh, you know, in the middle part of that defense uh, to 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 be the weak side linebacker, and a lot of folks wanted him to to have more on his plate. But what we've seen this year is just this this vision and this intuition and um, this explosiveness that that's. Really come across as just he's playing freely and comfortably, and I think when he's able to do that, it's when he's at his best. And so, does that just get taken to a whole new level based on the talent that's about to walk in the door this weekend? My my hope and gut would would tell me yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like I like I said, like I feel like you wanted him. You the Ravens have been playing him or hoping that he'd become this all-around linebacker, and he's just not there yet. He excels in cutting through the, the offensive line and, and, you know, hitting running backs in the backfield or sacking a quarterback. Um, he's, he is fast, sideline to sideline. He just hasn't been great with what's behind him. And so I think that Roquan Smith becomes that leader. Roquan Smith is a star. Make no mistake, he is a star, He is an all around guy. And so you can, you can put Patrick Queen in situations where it's just like, he can just react, not have to think too much. Yeah. I think this is going to be really, really good for Patrick Queen.
1: Okay. So before we jump, I reached out to my Facebook audience and sort of opened it up for a little Q and a in this, in this instant reaction episode. And we've already nailed down a number of those based on what we've covered so far, but one that we haven't, and multiple people have reached out to me about is what this kind of signing may may or may not mean for Lamar Jackson's future and the extension that he hopes uh, is waiting in the wings for him. So, Sarah, what comes to mind when I say that?
2: Yeah, I don't think Roquan Smith or anybody for that matter has a any has an effect on Lamar. Lamar is priority 1. He's priority 1A. He is what the Ravens want. And prior to Roquan Smith ever coming into the equation, the Ravens haven't been able to get a deal done. So if the Ravens don't end up getting a deal done, that isn't because of Roquan Smith. And so Roquan Smith, he's not going to be tagged. The tag is reserved for Lamar if a deal can't get done. Um, And so, so if the Ravens can't get a deal done with Lamar and they tag him... They can they can put together a deal for Roquan if they do end up agreeing to one that, you know, long term works. Um, but but I mean, and then if a deal was done with Lamar, then Roquan is priority two or whatever. I'm trying to I don't even know I, off the top of my head who's going to be free agents at the end of this season. But no, Lamar is priority one. He is priority one to sign. If they don't sign him, he's priority one to tag. And then Roquan Smith, you want to hold on to him, but he's priority two. Um, could both get done? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all in how they structure all these deals.
1: All right. Well, with that, we squeezed it in, partner, didn't we? We stopped what we were doing and basically- <laughs> On
2: Halloween night with four uh, kids over here, and I'm sure you got yeah. Halloween plans too. Yeah.
1: Right. You have your four kids that you're getting ready to roll and trick-or-treating's about to commence and all that. And I'm just sitting outside my Fells Point row home here in Baltimore, handing out some candy. So we both got important duties to get to. We felt like (laughs) this was just as important to get this up there, get our instant reaction out there. And um, it's, it's interesting too, seeing as how just less than 24 hours ago, we were floating around this idea. So we will have a morning vault for those of you who are listening tonight. That's Monday. We will have a morning vault for you. Ooh, Tuesday. Were people morning.
2: mad at us, Bobby, Were people yeah. mad at us. We did right. some previews and instant reactions really close back to back. And they're like, where's the morning vaults? Oh, my morning yeah. vault. So we got to We got to keep it up this week.
1: Yeah, we will. And Hey, just for, you know, we love those people, those diehard vaults.
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah.
1: just so they know, this is a, one man and one woman band here all right so sometimes we got to take some times for ourselves and last week was was one of those but uh now we we really appreciate it and we we try to turn out as much possible content as we can and, and we thank you so so much for the support if, if you are just discovering us please tell a friend tell a ravens group message hit us up on on uh on social media or via email at baltimoreravensvault at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the trade. Maybe we'll even find a way to put that into this week's game preview ahead of Monday Night Football. But with that, our Instant Reaction episode is in the books. Be on the lookout for our YouTube video as well. If you haven't checked us out on that platform, you can find us. Just search Ravens Vault Podcast. We come right up and uh A reminder, too, just in case you you were confused or you've heard confusion out there, we are not affiliated with the team. Sarah and I are doing this completely independently, and we've really, really enjoyed the process. We're in month four now, and we thank you so much for the support. So for my partner, Sarah Ellison, I'm Bobby Trossett, signing off from this Instant Reaction episode. We will talk to you soon.